blood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Bible tells me so. Man, that, that that little song right there, yeah. that ain't just for the kids. Yeah. That's for everybody. Yeah. Take that with you. See there, I bless you with a song. You didn't even know that I'd done it. <laughs> huh? I did it right in front of you, and you didn't know that I was doing it. Huh? Man, Luther Vandross can't compete with that. Man, that was powerful. The temptation, the five tops. Couldn't compare with what I just did. And you were so caught up in the moment, you helped me. Yeah. <laughs> you helped me to sing that song. All right, let me move on to a close. First Peter chapter 1 and verse 19. The Bible says, let's start in verse 18 through 22. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed, with corruptible things like silver and gold from your vain manner of life received by tradition from your fathers. You weren't redeemed with that? But how were we redeemed? In verse 19, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Man, that's powerful. God foreordained that his son would come down here and die for us. And check this out. He wasn't made a king. He was born a king. In this world, men have to be made a king. They have a ceremony and all that. When Christ came, he was God's king. King of the universe. And was foreordained. And commissioned in heaven. 
to come down and man, just get in your you, you've seen them Disney movies. Get in your eyes what a prince of life would look like. Get in your mind what a prince of life would look like with a sword on his side and a shield on his chest. And he came to redeem us. Man, when that prince showed up, the devil almost went into a convulsion. He had seen Jesus in heaven because him with his old messy self, he was always up there. But when Jesus stooped all the way down to become a baby, he was so helpless. But he wasn't hopeless because God watched over him. I keep saying that because that just, man. So, in verse 21, who by him do believe in God who raised him up from the dead and gave him glory. Stop right there. God raised up Jesus and gave him glory. Because God has set his throne up on his son Jesus who established the throne of David, God's son. And that throne, Jesus is going to sit on that throne. That throne is in Jerusalem. Let me, let me do a commercial right here. This whole country better pray because that demon that's in that house is exposing every one of us to danger I couldn't believe what I heard today he gonna bomb 52 of their historical sites over in Iraq if they retaliate He's going to send and bomb 52 targets in Iraq. I, ne I have never seen anything like this. When I was 18 years old, I volunteered for the Army and ended up in the 82nd Airborne Division because I'm not an ordinary person. So I went 82nd. And in those days, they had not perfect presidents because we never had one. But at least they were civil. And they talked to Congress. Mm -hmm. And Congress did whatever they did. And then laws were made. When you have someone breaking every law. Disregarding Congress. And I, I, I think about this stuff. And sometimes I'm troubled by it. Because. When the Lord shows something to me. Not that I'm more than you. But when he shows something to me. My mind operates on different levels. I'm not just on one level. 
And sometimes I have to shut the elevator down because it's too much. Now here you are in your private place. And going to tell somebody to kill a world leader. Could it be that you're trying to secure the presidency by starting a war? Because out of his own mouth, he's been saying he's going to be the president for another term and another term. This man have no plans of leaving that house. And that's the way the devil does. Once he digs his way in and finds his way in, you're going to need your brothers and your sisters to go over there early in the morning or late at night to get that one demon up out of that house. This is terrible. And it, and it messes with my mind because in those days, whoever the president was drove the numbers of people that went into the military. It's no way if I was 18, you couldn't get me to volunteer for the army. I ain't going. I'm not going because the person on top can get you killed playing these games. Mm-mm. So the question is, can you elect the president when you got a war going on? So could that be to secure him for the next eight years? We won't have no country. So we better pray for all that be in authority so that we can live a quiet and peaceful life. I want it to be quiet. I don't want no helicopters flying over my house. I don't want them landing on my yard, knocking on my door. I don't want that. So, pray. Pray. Why did Christ have to die? 1 John 4 and 14. Why did Christ have to die? This is intriguing to me. Because I know he did all this for me. And I wasn't worried of him doing anything. Did you hear that? 1 John 4 and 14. 1 John 4 and 14. The Bible says, And we have seen and do testify. That the father sent the son to be the savior of the world. Now we see the father's heart. He loves us too. And he sent his son to be the savior of the world. Ain't no other savior of the world. It ain't Buddha. It's not Allah. It's Jesus. He is the savior of the world. That's why he had to die because nobody else could do it. Nobody else could do this. And I'm glad about it. Now, something else. To show you how God interacted with man. But man had no power over God. And never will. 
Because whatever the king says, that's law. Whatever the king says. One time David, King David, just made a simple statement. Oh, if I could have some water out of the well at Bethlehem, that would be so good for me. His men heard it. And they went and got the water and could have gotten killed but didn't and brought it back to David out of the well at Bethlehem. David took the water and poured it on the ground as a drink offering to God. Now when you have people that love people like that, you got people that love people like that. Just a simple statement became a commandment. In days like these, we got to care more about one another. And we got to care more about people. God help us in this country. And help us tonight. We, we need help like yesterday. We got to pray. A few more things. His death was so, un, it was unnatural. It was, it was not normal for him to ever die. But, but look how God cut it off. 33 years. Jesus, I'm going to stop your life on earth when you get to be 33 years old. I'm going to stop it. It was perfect, it was without blemish, and it was for you. Nobody can give you a gift like that. But the Lord. Y'all picking up on this? Some of y'all look like you disconnected. Look at your neighbor and see if they're okay. I don't, I, I don't, I don't need no cerebral hemorrhages. Do they look like they're okay? Do they look friendly? Anybody threatening you? <laughs> One day some folk came to Jesus like they was going to take his life. But he came on a divine timetable. And he was not afraid of man. As a matter of fact, the night that our Lord was crucified, they came into the Garden of Gethsemane. And they was looking for Jesus. And when he said, I am he, all of them fell backwards on the ground. His words were so powerful until they knocked them all down. They were scrambling to get up with grass in their hair. You going to take Jesus? You, 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 listen, ain't nobody taking him until he say it's time you can handle me. <laughs> say, are, are you Jesus? I am he. All of them fell backwards. And here we are on earth talking about when we see the Lord, we're going to tell him all about it. You ain't going to tell the Lord nothing. <laughs> you ain't, tell the Lord what? 
John 10. You ain't going to tell the Lord nothing. Tell you one thing. Man, when we see Jesus, see just like John on the Isle of Patmos, okay? The John that laid his head on Jesus' bosom the night that the Lord instituted the Lord's Supper. Oh, John was laying his head on Jesus' bosom. He was feeling real comfortable. But when he was on the Isle of Patmos after Jesus had ascended into heaven, and when he saw Jesus, he fell down. When we see the Lord, he's not going to look necessarily. I don't know how he's going to look. But he's not going to look like he did when he was in Nazareth. And I just, let me just be free with you right here. I think when we see him, we're going to be looking at a man we've never seen before. With, with, with a body that we've never seen before. And we're going to be able to look into his eyes. And see gentleness. And love. And he's going to look like somebody we've never ever seen. Lord, the Bible us. says when we Help us to him. see ourselves in Christ. We're going in to Christ be in us. like him. Help us, Lord. He's Help us to be all that you called us to be. Man. And then, son, what a change. Through the shed blood of Jesus, what a change. We pray just like our Father. Amen. Just imagine. Take a minute and just imagine what he looks like and what you're going to look like. No more need for no straightening comb. No, no perm. Huh? You ain't going to need nothing on your hair. When we shall see him, we're going to be just like him. Oftentimes, vision myself as another creature. Now, I need, I'm not trying to scare you, but what I'm, what I'm saying to you is this. What I'm, what I'm saying. <laughs> we ain't going to have no big head aliens, I tell you that. <laughs> We are going to know him when we see him because there's nobody like him. Okay? And our loved ones is like looking through a glass darkly. Uh-huh. And then face to face. Face to face. What a blessing. What a joy. And I just read to you when God raised Jesus from the dead, he gave him glory. And God has given us glory. Do you know that you already been glorified? You already seated in heavenly places. Do you know you've already been justified? Because when Christ was raised from the dead, 
He justified us. So I don't have to try to get to heaven when I'm already in heaven. And justified. Man. You still here? A few more scriptures and I'm through. Thank God for you all. John Gospel chapter 10. John's Gospel chapter 10. And key in, if you will, on verses 17 and 18. Jesus is speaking. He says, Therefore doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down on myself. I have the power to lay it down. And I have the power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my father. So everything Jesus did in the earth realm. He did what his father told him to do. He said son lay down your life. He said yes father. Are you willing to lay it down? Yes I am. Well, at that appointed time, I want you to lay it down. And at that same appointed time, I want you to take it up again. Man, that is powerful. And when Jesus died this unnatural death, the forces of heaven were so amazed because no doubt they were up there wondering, how can he die? He's done nothing wrong. So what is he dying for? And the answer came back. For the people that are lost. So he says you're not taking my life. I'm laying it down. Amen. And further on as Jesus went. He had a confrontation with those Pharisees. Man I would not like to have been living in those days. Because I'd have had a lot of jail time. Them Pharisees was something else. Every time you turn around, they condemning you. They think they got something on you. Today we have modern day Pharisees. You can't pick them up because they're in a three-piece suit. But man, you got people that condemn you for everything you think you want to think. That's why we have to live our lives unto the Lord and not these people. These people have you all messed up. Because that's what people do. Hmm. Now, the Lord knew that it would not be just a temporary sacrifice and then it would expire at some point when Jesus paid the price. That sacrifice is forever. And whatever generation rolls along, the sacrifice is available. And you see, when God forgives, he forgives on levels. What we've already done what we have not done 
and what we have done, all that's already covered. So his blood reaches the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. That blood that gives me strength from day to day, it will never, it will never ever, never lose his power. You may want God to condemn me, but he's not going to do it. He's not going to do it for you. He's not going to do it for the angels. He's not going to do it for himself. There is therefore now no condemnation. Have you ever been on the highway minding your business and somebody almost took your front end off because they cut in so closely? Don't you? What do you want to do to them people? You want to catch up with them in your car. Now, you're not thinking. You want to catch up with them in your car and wreck the back end of their car. Am I right about it? See, when people do us wrong, we want revenge. But when we are dealing with God, he doesn't want revenge. He wants reconciliation. He said, come and talk to me. I'm not going to condemn you. Come on here. And you go over there and you shed blinding tears. And the Lord is this way. He shows up with a Kleenex and starts wiping your eyes. Tear. Everything going to be all right. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Everything going to be all right. That's the kind of God he is. That's the kind of God he is. That's how I found him to be. And that's why I love him. His love has no expiration on it. Sometimes ours do. And sometimes if we don't show love, we'll be threatened. People are people. One last scripture. Hebrews. Chapter 9. And commencing at verse 11. The death of Christ was unnatural. I can't say that enough. He had no dog in this fight. So he jumped into it. And came out victorious. <laughs> Came out victorious. Hebrews chapter 9. Are you there? Look at verse 11. But Christ being come and high priest of good things to come. By a greater and more perfect tabernacle. Not made with hands. That is to say not of this world. That's a sanctuary that God has. And is not of this world. Verse 12, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. Here you are, you're going to jump in there, and you just got a certain amount of blood, and that's what you're willing to give up, and blood is your life? And if your body has no blood, you have to die? And you taking on this fight that's not your fight? I'm glad he took it up. 
neither by the blood of, verse 12, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. He entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. When Jesus shed all his blood, he entered into the holy place for us, having obtained eternal redemption. See, that's why when people talk about you can be saved and lost, show it to them in the Bible. Because this right here is eternal redemption. And if it's eternal redemption, it never expires. That's why after, when you look back 2,000 years when this was happening, that's, that blood is 2,000 years old. Have you ever pricked your finger and then the blood dried out? His blood is not dried out. It's alive. It's like that woman, I forget her name, but she gave some blood, Henrietta Lack. Her cells are still alive after all those years. The pharmaceutical companies took this woman's, uh, took her blood, and that blood is still alive. And the family of Henrietta Lack did not get one dime. And they have made untold billions off of her blood sample. That's the way the blood of Jesus is. It's there and it's alive. And it gives life to our spirit man. You, you, you know your spirit man is alive by the blood that Jesus shed? That blood God applied to your spirit. And that's how your spirit came alive. And that's why I'm up here and can't shut up. Because... <laughs> God applied that blood to my spirit and my spirit man came alive and told me I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. What a revelation. What a revelation. All right. In the same thing, let me read this through and I'm going to try to read it through and be through. Thank you all for your patience. So Christ obtained eternal redemption for me. Say that. So I can never be lost. Ever be lost. Never ever be lost. Ain't no God on this planet can give you that guarantee. Are y'all getting this? Y'all okay? Some of y'all, you just, you just looking at me. You okay? You got eternal redemption. You ought to be glad. You ain't going to hell. You ought to be glad. You, you ought to be real happy that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life right now. Right now, your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. See, and I'm trying to teach this without getting into my emotions because you know what happened. I start stumbling all up on my words, but boy, do I want to shout and run. Man, do I want to run. I'm so saved. I'm so sanctified. And I don't have a tambourine with me. But you are sanctified. 
and you marked out for greatness. Because God is your father. Verse 13, for if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean, sanctified to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works, to serve the living God. It's time to serve God in 2020. It's time to allow him to purge your conscience from dead works. Those things you've done, don't let those things condemn you. You rise up and you go on because God loves you and he has forgiven you. So it's time for you to go to work in the kingdom. Verse 15, and for this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament. <laughs> that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament, which is the Old Testament, they who are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance he called me out of darkness he called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light and declared you justified through the eternal spirit and you can never be lost there's a car shield commercial that comes on television and it's they say that it's good to take your car to Car Shield because the guarantee on their work is guaranteed to work. What Christ did at Calvary is guaranteed to work. It can never be overturned. It cannot be overridden. That will work. And it will work forever. And for every generation. There is the cross. On an old rugged cross. On a hill. Far away. Is where it stood. The emblem of suffering and shame. But it was there on that cross. Where the dearest and best. For a world of lost sinners. Was slain. At the cross at the cross where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away it was there by faith I received my sight and now I am happy all the day at the cross I've been washed I've been made whole. I've been declared God's child. And no one can be his child that has not been washed in the blood. You got to have the blood on you. Even animals 
if they are touched by human hands, sometimes the parent of those wild animals let them die because they've been touched by human hands. When we think about our redemption, nobody can touch that blood because it's not available to be touched. Where is it? It's up in the third heaven, right in front of the mercy seat that's right in front of the throne of God. Where are you? You're seated in heavenly places in Christ and have been given victory over anything that comes against you in this world. You've been given victory. Can you praise God with me? Hallelujah. Come on, get on your feet and give God some praise. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We thank you for your love for us. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your people, Lord. We thank you that we are born of your spirit and washed in the blood of the crucified one. Will I do in the risen There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Look at the trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you say those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded. In the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before. And you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. 
So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.